Hello there. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Oluwaseun Joshua Ayanshola and I am popularly known as Sage. And today on the podcast, I will be concluding last week's episode on litigation or corporate commercial. And just to give a quick recap, uh, we talked about how litigation basically allows you um, a bit more time than corporate commercial. If you are that person who doesn't enjoy sitting behind a desk every day from nine or earlier to about 10 or 11 in the night and you prefer to move around litigation affords you that opportunity so it allows you to go from one location to another more mobility but if you want to just do the paperwork exciting complex work critical thinking work you would definitely enjoy corporate commercial the complex part of litigation of course is the drafting and thinking through litigation strategy and that's we also discussed of course which is more lucrative and we said for litigation it's lucrative in the long run and requires patient capital and for corporate commercial is lucrative almost immediately after you get out of law school So today, to conclude on last week's episode, I will be drilling down on the smaller teams within the corporate commercial practice group. Last week, we had started with banking and finance, and we said that banking and finance affords you the opportunity to work on projects that have visible and concrete impact. Most times, it's project finance and infrastructure finance, so you are working on the financing of a gold mine or um, a gas plant you're working on financing a bridge uh, which is infrastructure finance or public private partnerships you're working on financing a road like the toll road the lucky toll road and all kinds of projects that are um, visible and that are concrete and that you can always you know tell your friends that oh i worked on that project you know you the keja city mall all kinds you know lawyers work on the financing of most of those projects and um at some other point i will distinguish between corporate finance and project finance and that question comes up a lot you know and i think most finance firms and at least my firm does more project financing than corporate finance and how corporate finance and project finance can be a little different from banking and your derivative transactions and that that we, we will treat at some other point so in, in a typical um, corporate commercial group you would have banking and finance, capital markets and M&A. You have your business advisory team. And then you have your technology, media, entertainment and telecommunications. And then you have your intellectual property. So the next one, since we've 
treated banking and finance is your capital markets and mergers and acquisition team so in my firm the capital markets team typically work on your bond issuances they work on your mergers and acquisitions and they work on the um, equity part of things so if your company is going public an ipo that's what you know the capital markets team will work typically on so um mtn doing a direct listing or they're doing um or a, a, a company doing a reverse listing or a company working on an ipo so an ipo is an initial public offering so if you are excited about projects and you're doing a bond insurance so if a company because of covid19 is a little bit short on capital and is looking for huge capital and thinks that rather than going to a bank to you know give them money right and the bank usually have like a greater markup than you would ordinarily get with bonds and you know your bonds can be for a longer period of five to ten years and will be relatively cheaper than getting a loan from a bank so the restriction however is that you know bond issuances are available only to public companies and you would for that reason you know your it's your plc's you know your the dangotes of this world that would typically do a bond issuance so they go to the market list their bonds and then people subscribe to them and become bond holders then the company is the issuer and you're given a certificate right which is basically an acknowledgement of indebtedness to you that and then the 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 the, the firm would pay you back at maturity date you know and whatnot of course it is a is also transferable before the maturity you can transfer your bond to another person but that um transfer must be entered you know in in a, a book which, which is basically um, by registration and whatnot so you would also find your typical measures and acquisition transactions so i'm trying to think of one that that is already public so say your access diamond measures and acquisition um typically the capital markets team will work on that so they do they work right from the terms implementation agreement all through your um the sanctioning by by the federal court and getting the consent of then the securities and exchange commission and now the federal competition um, protection um that's the fcpc right so you would find the capital market team working from start to finish on most mergers and acquisition transaction and scheme of arrangements then your the business advisory team does a little bit more of in fact you can say they are the safety net so that's where everything that doesn't fall into banking technology media entertainment and intellectual property will typically fall into so gives you a mix of almost everything so on some days they are advising a 
a technology company. Some other days they're advising a broadcasting company. Some other days they're advising a bank. So business advisory affords you a bit of that you know um, um that very assorted and diverse or dynamic experience so you find that in your um business advisory advisory team but what they typically do is that they work on immigration law practice so for experts if you're you're an international company multinational and you have expatriate staff the business advisory team will typically work on your SEPAC. They would work on, you know, arranging visas and all of the, you know, immigration documents for that company. They would also help the company to apply for their expatriate quota and all, you know, the typical immigration law um, stuff that you learned in law school um, uh, under foreign participation. Yes, so that's that's... That's the business advisory typical type of work. Of course, the all employment issues are also handled by a business advisory team. So you, you know, employment contracts down to um, um, dismissal. Of course, when it becomes an employment litigation, it goes to the litigation team. But even the business advisory team will work together with the litigation team on that. So you find that type of work. And then they do most of like the um, um, opinions, you know, advisory work, or we're trying to lay off a staff. So, what, I mean, what, how can we go about it? Oh, it's COVID-19. Am I able to lay off my, my staff, you know, without any repercussions? So they typically do that as well. Then you find um, in that team as well, you would, I mean, do all kinds. Sometimes you do a bit of financing, do a lot of due diligence type work then you would also find within the team um, um, the kind of work so you're a company of course this is about the 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 this is about what keeps the team busiest everything about setting up a company in Nigeria that's incorporation incorporation opinions incorporation memorandum and 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 whatnot so if it when a company is coming to nigeria for the first time or you're a you're a startup you're trying to set up a company your first stop is our business advisory team so they take you all the way right from you know whether you 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 need a business permit you know how to incorporate you know with the csc get all like your documents and you know pay all the required fees and and obtain all the required licenses what you know what what type of business is it you know does it require very niche regulatory approvals uh, if is it are you setting up a bank what are the required you know the minimum share capital requirement aside the general one under the company matters act you will find the business advisory does those type of work you know so and the and and interestingly because they are doing cooperation of any kind of company that means before they advise the company they would have read up about the industry so that's that's the sort of dynamism that comes with business advisory work 
so you today you're working on oil and gas tomorrow you're working on a bank tomorrow you're working on a fintech tomorrow you're working on all kinds of things really so it, it it's it's a bit of it's a a jambalaya of 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 interesting you know um, um legal practice and you know a bit of um, opinion writing and a bit of legal due diligence and finance sometimes so it's a very attractive team for people who get bored very easily it's a lot of work as well then you have um, um, your technology media entertainment and telecommunication so these guys will they 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 they, they chew and munch on your data protection nigerian data protection regulations anything that has to do with data protection in nigeria the the team typically works on that privacy issues that's the team's typical work that's their bread and butter so you have a media company coming into nigeria so all kinds of licenses you know um, and the technology company trying to transfer technology into nigeria no tap requirements that is what they typically do and for the 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 allure of our tmet team of tmet teams of firms generally will be that they get to work with like you know those big names that we know of you know facebook microsoft you're working with google you're working with Amazon, you're working with CNN, I mean, the media space, you're working with CNBC. So when any of those companies are trying to either set up a Nigerian company or trying to obtain some sort of license, you know, they will typically route it through the TMT team. So technology, of course, our fintech work is done partly by the TMT team, of course, and um, and banking and finance so uh, from the technology angle um, or point of view you would find the tmet jumping on most of like the fintech transactions so you're trying to set up um a a like telecommunication service network obtaining your ncc license and other matters incidental there too you would typically go to TMAT. And of course, last but not least is the intellectual property team. So you from trademark to copyright to um, patent and designs, that is the home of those kinds of you know tasks or roles or, or or you know typical work you do from day to day you find it in the intellectual property team so you're trying to protect your trademark your trade name trying to register a patent that is what the team does so the team will also you know typically look at distribution licenses and distribution agreements they negotiate contracts that the companies whose portfolio they are managing you know is about to enter into and then of course when those companies also want to license their intellectual property the agreements will ordinarily be drafted or reviewed by the intellectual property team you know for required royalties and how it work and how to protect the intellectual property of multinationals operating in nigeria 
and then they typically help the litigation team with ip type litigation so a lot of litigation will come up where somebody is trying to register a name similar to yours which in law you know as passing off you know the old niger chemist case they help litigation you know come up with a strategy and they advise them on how to approach you know those type of litigation cases so that comes up that comes up a lot and they do a lot of that as well so i believe i have touched on the small teams that you typically find under your corporate commercial group uh, and that concludes our this podcast on litigation or corporate commercial remember to send me a voice note suggesting to me what you would like me to talk about um, in subsequent episodes i am very grateful to everyone who supported my podcast so far and i want to say god bless you and yes so i had always planned to give you some recommendations so for my podcast recommendation for this week for those of you who are into business type stuff please go on apple podcast and i believe on google podcast as well business wars literally changed my life so a business wars typically um do like um, um episodes and they put two different companies head to head so one of the ones that i enjoyed the most of course they did pizza art and domino's pizza and then they tell you how both companies rose to um to fame and the challenges that they met along the way so you learn a lot about these companies of course there was facebook and snapchat how mark zuckerberg tried so many times to buy snapchat and when he couldn't buy them he then um, tried to make a product that was similar to that and that failed and finally he started to copy the most unique feature of snapchat which is the story so introduce it in on facebook facebook stories and of course on instagram and when he also tried to buy you know the likes of maybe chiller or tiktok he doesn't even facebook doesn't try to buy them anymore it, it just introduces their feature in app so now you can see facebook now as reels on instagram so interesting um, um, um podcast business wars business was on apple podcast and google podcast cheers guys